Hello, this is Rabbi Mark Soloway. Welcome to A Dash of Drush, weekly reflections on our world through the lens of Torah. I love being in the desert. There's something about the experience of the desert that's so full of potential, so rich with with possibility. There's a kind of um, awe that happens in the desert. Certainly, the deserts where I've I've spent uh, time, the Arava desert in the southern Negev, for instance, is so incredible. The the desert mountains, the Syrian African Rift uh, Valley, the mountains of of Jordan and the mountains of of Israel, um, going for thousand mi- thousands of miles, and just up into Syria in the north and uh, Africa in in the south. But there's something just so incredible about that, the vastness of the desert. In Hebrew, desert is midbar, midbar, the wilderness or the desert. And this week we're beginning the fourth book of Torah. And the Hebrew name for that book is Bamidbah, in the wilderness, in the desert. In the desert of Sinai, the Sinai desert, those, those wanderings. And this book is, is so full of uh, rich possibilities, you know, talking donkeys and uh, an earth that opens up to swallow up... Um, rebellion and uh, so so much more the, the the spies going into the land um, all these all these stories that somehow are possible within that wilderness the English name for the book however is numbers very different quality numbers it's called numbers because the book of numbers begins with uh, this census where the people are accounted. Primarily, it's a, a kind of military census to work out who's fit for military service. But but there's this sense that the counting of people in Hebrew is not just about counting people. The Hebrew is se'u et rosh, like lift up the heads. Lift up the heads of every person in that edah, in that community. As if to say that every single individual counts. It's not just about the total numbers but about the the value of each individual within that within that community. Seu et rosh. Not about counting people, but about making people count. Making everybody count and their place felt. So that's numbers. And Bamidbah in the wilderness is about the desert. And there's something about the two of these together that I think has some juice for us. It is interesting looking at the the different names of the books in Hebrew and English. Bereshit and Genesis, pretty much the same in the beginning and Genesis. Exodus, however, Exodus, the English name, really does describe the, the narrative of that Exodus, the Exodus from Egypt, which is the primary 
concern of that book, and yet the Hebrew name there is Shemot, which is names, because there's a whole list of names of the of the people who were down in Egypt before they escaped, knowing who who the people were, who the uh, the sons of Jacob and the uh, the families, the growing families have become. So again, different there. Actually, the English name is more descriptive of the total book, perhaps. And then Leviticus, um, Leviticus and Vayikra, the Hebrew name of the book that we've just finished, Vayikra, is, um, and he called, that that call where, where God calls to Moses from inside the Ohel Moed, inside the tent of meeting in that Mishkan in the portable temple. And Moses responds, and yet Leviticus is a description of the all of the... Uh, the, the sacrifices and the laws that pertain primarily to the Kohanim, to the priests. And then we make this this leap into this fourth book, Numbers and Bamidbah. Numbers and Bamidbah. Making the people count and acknowledging the, the power of the journey, the power of wandering through the Midbar. Midbar, if you took that Hebrew word and put different vowels in it, or Bumidbar, Mudaber, Mudaber is speaking. This idea that when we are in the, the depths of that wilderness experience, when we're in the desert, when we're in the desert, there's um, a kind of quality of, of speaking and listening. That is unlike in other places. You know, the, the, the rabbis asked the question, why, why was the Torah given? And this week, by the way, we are celebrating the festival of Shavuot, which traditionally we acknowledge as a time that we received as a community, we received the Torah at Mount Sinai, Bamidba Sinai, in the wilderness of Sinai. And the rabbis asked, why? Why was the Torah revealed in the desert in the Midbar and there's this idea that that the desert is a place that is Hefke that is ownerless you know last week uh, in a sense we were talking about the the illusion of the the ownership of of land the desert is not a place that anyone can really lay claim to obviously there's a political edge to that statement I just made which I'm not going to get into in terms of particular deserts but but the, the idea that the desert is a, is, a, is a, the place of wilderness is a place that we don't have claim to. It claims us. You know, we are so small in a, in a good way when we're, in, we're in, the, in the desert. In that place where we kind of get ourselves out of the way, who knows what's possible in terms of revelation, in terms of, of hearing a quality of... Of, of speech, quality of the of being able to listen in a much deeper way. That's the that's the desert experience. Bamidba in the wilderness. Another association that I have right now with that word is that um, uh, Camp Ramar of the Rockies, a phenomenal summer camp that I'm very uh, involved involved in and have been since its inception. Uh, an incredible place in the in the kind of in the wilderness of the of the rocky mountains um 
is starting a new a new program soon called Bermidba, called In the Wilderness, and it's a wilderness therapy program, an extensive, very therapeutic program for young adults. And there's something about this um, concept of wilderness therapy, which is a, a, a not new actually, but a, a an incredible way to recognize there's so much healing power in the wilderness in going back country and being away from from technology and being away from civilization and just being in in the power of nature and embracing the power of nature that can that can transform lives and so wilderness therapy has been something that's been happening for a while people in recovery people dealing with um different types of uh, of mental uh, illness you know all kinds of emotional emotional issues that come up especially for for young for young people wrestling with their identity coming into adulthood and so um there's something so powerful about that idea bermidba the wilderness is a place of healing a place of transformation a place of revelation place of investigation, a place of deep listening. So, Bamidbar numbers, <laughs> in that deep, deep place of wilderness. Civilization is so amazing and powerful and wonderful and the, the benefits that we have of, of technology and all of the things that we enjoy about this this modern world and yet sometimes we need to escape them you know shabbat as i've spoken about before is 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 a potent if we if we choose to harness the power of shabbat i think the best way to do that is to unplug from the the world of technology but but unplugging in the wilderness being in the wilderness those of us who've had that experience to be you know, multiple days, um, you know, backcountry or camping or and, and just unplugging so deeply. There's such a gift in that, such an immense gift in that. And so this fourth book has some, as I said, some some powerful narratives and the people are wandering around and the people are, you know, trying to be on this journey which will eventually lead them into Eretz Yisrael, into the promised land, into the, the, the land of Israel. Um, Eretz Zavat Chalav Udvash, a land overflowing with, with milk and honey. And yet before they get there, they have to have this wilderness experience. And in fact, as we know, um, spoiler alert folks, but um, as, as we know, that at the very end of the Torah, the people are still not actually in the land they're still standing on the other side of the Jordan River not yet in the land they don't go into the land of Israel until until the book of Joshua which is the first of the books of prophets after the Torah is complete but this book this fourth book is really about that wilderness experience about like the importance of the journey you know as so many of us have discovered at different points in our lives that idea of sometimes the, the 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 journey is so much more important than the destination what do we what do we learn on that journey what do we 
discover about ourselves that can help us as we get to our destination, whatever that destination is. And so Bamidbar is that, that possibility of being being a, a de desert people wandering around and, and, and learning and growing and speaking and listening and revealing all of that possibility. And within that context, the power that is established of communities, this community becomes more and more connected as a people. Of course, they go in and out, and there's all kinds of of trauma, and uh, you know they they complain that they they don't have meat to eat later on in the book, and and then you know the, this this sort of almost plague of of quail comes down, and the people are eating so much meat it's coming out of their nostrils, you know, and this this idea that they're they're, they're longing and they're craving and they're yearning um, and they're forgetting and they're remembering all, all of this that, that, that happens and they're rebelling, you know, and there are other peoples who are, who are setting out to curse them and end up blessing them as they see the encampment, the amazing tent that they have. And all of this is, is perhaps the other quality of, of numbers, the idea that this is a, you know, developing into a, a, a mighty tribal people where each person has their own integrity and their own identity and that's the se'uet rosh, lifting up the heads. So on the, one t uh, on the one hand, the desert experience is about anonymity, about losing ourselves, losing our ego and just being in that place of endless potential and possibility. But on the other hand, it's about se'uet rosh, knowing that we count, that we are valued and valuable and that our contribution is, is so important. So as always, it's a, a lovely paradox and the paradox is perhaps described within, the, within these two names, the English and the Hebrew name for this fourth book, the wilderness and the counting, not just counting numbers, but making the numbers count. So whatever wilderness we find ourselves in, whatever midbar we are wandering through, may that midbar be a place where we reach understanding and when we, where we gather the, the fullness and the depth and the beauty and the transparency of who we can be in this world within the context of our individual lives and within the context of community and the global experience. And in this last week of counting the Omer, this week of Malchut, the week where everything comes into manifestation in the world, and then it culminates for us on our calendar with the, the amazing festival of Shavuot, which is the festival of first fruits and the festival of the wheat harvest and known as the by the rabbis as man matan toratenu the season of the giving of our torah so may that torah that is revealed to us in that wilderness place be received and embraced in a way that can give us new insights into our place in this very complicated world.
listening to a dash and drush. We will see you next time.